this time to Neighbours. Hello, this is Neighbours. We're the Neighbours Recap Podcast. This is a Neighbite, a mini edition of what we normally do because we just thought we would check in because there's been an interesting development that was dropped on us on hump day this week. We are in the Mobile Pirate Net Studios in Melbourne. I'm Vaya and I have Kate. G'day. Kate's hosting us at the Mobile Pirate Net Studios. Yep, we're off at the retreat at the moment. I hope you guys are enjoying my um, tepid herbal teas. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to tucking into the, the bliss balls shortly. Gazcan's made them especially for you. I, I think I prefer Cindy's. Has she left a batch before she pissed off? Uh, CJ's here as well. Hello. CJ has a brand new sock for her microphone. And guess what colour it is? It's pink to match her hair. So we have treated ourselves thanks to our patrons at patreon.com slash neighbourspod. Yeah. You replaced all of our microphone covers because they were scungy. Thank you. Never let anyone tell you that podcasting is not glamorous. Yeah. Yeah. You know what was the trigger? When we interviewed Milzy and there was a cat hair on his microphone. <laughs> I don't know. That was a sad date for Vaya Pashos. Maybe we could have just got the sticky roller out. But I do, I do remember him just sitting there plucking away at it. And I was like, <laughs> It was a sad state of affairs. I, did, it was not, I was humiliated, but he laughed it off like a good sport because that's what, what he, he is. He was a gentleman. Yeah. Uh, I just watched the uh, episode he did for ABC's You Can't Ask That. Just crush reactivated. Oh, he's he heaven. Gentleman. Yeah. Gentleman. Yeah. If you can get ABC iView, look up the re- ex-reality stars episode of You Can't Ask That or just listen to our episode with him. So, yeah, when we met him, aside from picking out the cat hair, my baby drooled all over his top as well. Yeah, we showed him a great time. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look, he had stuff to talk about when he went home. <laughs> Three ladies came in with a baby. This is the pattern whenever we interview the men of Erinsborough. Remember when Morgan Baker came around and we were just talking about our aches and pains and Kate was prego with baby Harold and I think it was I think I was whenever I stood up. Poor kid. Just wanted to get out on the town and have a great night. So keep it at loose this evening because something the shit hit the fan Wednesday yep. evening, the twenty second of August. It's I nearly a year since Guy Fawkes night. Yeah. When so someone that's in oh, remember remember the fifth of November or something is that the Guy Fawkes bizzo yeah yeah September October oh, well, it's been a there'll be okay look it up it's it's a day yeah yeah it's it's, it's like a real day. I'm pretty sure it is the fifth of November this is how popular Guy Fawkes is really in Australia yeah we don't know about him yeah. but someone mentioned online he would have had to be under contract that whole time so if, that he didn't go and get another job and then not show up. Back it up for us, CJ. Um, oh, sorry. I should specify. He was an extra, basically. Cassius. On that night because he then had to go do some murdering. Yeah, at the murder gala. Hang on. Maybe they had a few candidates for it on that. Look. A few extras that they got then got to film the death scene. They, they picked and they picked the best one. Yeah, but Cassius is like a special brand of hot. Okay. All right. Let's. Well, the cart's gone before the horse here, gals. Yeah. We had... The big murder mystery plot late last year from Guy Fawkes Night in November onwards. And that was when Ham Roast, who became Boiled Ham, went ass over tit in the sex tub because Tyler Brennan coward gnomed him, which still stands, yeah. I, I might add. The coward gnoming still happened. It's just that there's something that else that happened after that and that someone intervened mm. and finished the job that Tyler... Brennan is in prison for. Yeah, and separated from his 
loved Piper. And what did we learn? Who would like to take it away and step us through what we learned on Wednesday through flashback? I, I've got three words for you, Vaya. Mm-hmm. Deus ex Cassius. That man has tied up every loose thread um, plot hole that we've had. All but one. What's, What's that? that? Madeline almost on that damn bench. Oh, Jesus. We still don't know whether she was a ghost or a real thing. Maybe that's his older brother. <laughs> Maybe if he could, come, yeah, if he could do a day next week and sort that out for yeah, us, that'd be great. That'd be sweet because I didn't even know I had threads hanging. I was walking around with threads oh, hanging. It's, it's been there's been a lot of complaints on the internet about yeah. how many things needed to be resolved. <laughs> I was at peace with it all. So young girls like Piper sometimes mistake love. For like just a weird guy. Yeah, intensity for love. Yeah, and that's the vibe I'm getting from Cassius following her around and saving her and yuck. So so you think this is her, if you watch Younger, this is the bad pancake theory, the idea that when you come out of a relationship you have to have a bad pancake. He is a bad pancake. So so like the first one in the pan is always a crap one before you get a good one. Before you get to the good one. No offence here, but he's a gluten-free First, yeah, no, I w- very readily accept that gluten free baked goods are inferior, yeah, and I'm to their glutinous counterparts. <laughs> I don't know what. So, we're saying you've got to kiss a lot of frogs before you find a prince. And Cassius is smacking a frog, yeah. I mean, he might look like a prince, now, well, so he's genetically along the same lines of, of tiles as well. So, it, we Awkward. it's unearthed through flashbacks that Cassius stuck his. What we now know is his father's head under the water of the sex tub and then... And held him down as he struggled. And that is the most violent thing I think I've ever seen on Neighbours. And I tweeted that and other people going, oh, yeah, but what about when Susan did a hit and run on blah, blah? And I was like, but no, we actually saw him using his arms to kill someone deliberately. His father. Yeah. And often there's cutaways or a lack of blood if you will. And so... We saw his beautiful muscular arms shaking. It was was getting a little bit true crime-ish. And speaking of his muscular arms, what I want to get to is the fact that Kate blew the lid off of this whole operation a few months back. I'm going to clap myself here. I was thinking that. I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. Kate's plant rant. We're actually, we're back in the same room tonight. (laughs) I've got my back to the, my bloody well, Potostrum is behind me. That guy cannot garden. We made fun of you for Kate's plant rant, but bloody hell, it was portentous. Yeah. (laughs) Sonia was, took Sonia a while, but she got onto it too. Sonia's hired this gardener and he doesn't know his weeds from his. I just, how can you not even like use hedge trimmers properly? So, I mean, I know how most people can't, but, but gardeners. So it, it seems that Cassius has been putting on this gardener role. Uh, why would you pick gardener? Just pick, pick because he lost his um, medallion in a garden. What? This is the bit I didn't understand. What? What are you talking about, medallion? See, this is where I thought maybe you'd come into it with your your, your Greek lineage of of, of, uh, of like a bit of bling bling with a gold chain, a medallion. Oh, is that what you were thinking? I was thinking like private school things, like just you know, either that or dog tags. Do you think he went to Nam? Also, we're not a – I'm not from a well-off Greek family. We've, we've got nothing passed down through our lineage. <laughs> we had one ring. My uncle lost it. That's it. No, I thought like, so In my, a garden? Maybe. My, my dad went to a Catholic school and he had a cross medallion that, that did have his name engraved on it. So what, what was supposed to be on this medallion that Cassius lost? So when he went to murder his father, he wore his 
you know, medallion that has name engraved on it because that's what you do. Maybe like when you have a best friend charm at school. Yeah. It's half the heart with the little jagged <laughs> bits down. Best friend. <laughs> but, but instead of best friend, it's like my heart's broken because my dad's crap. Yeah. Yeah. Which is what Tyler suffered from. Exactly. Different dads too. But the bit that got me, so he's dropped it and he thinks that's going to tie him to the crime because guess what it says on it? Roach. Cassius Roach, a.k.a. Casseroast. Welcome to the family, son. <laughs> Finally. We've been waiting this long to give him a, a nickname. Yes, and there it is. The bit that got me is the big surprise because there were a few theories floating around that there may be a brother yep, or there, there's something else with the family that we don't know or maybe because when Cassius blew in with the wind, we're like, is he Louise's son? Is he Hamish's mm. son? So, yeah, there's been lots of theories. So that was all part of it. Not one theory or anything I thought of or any one thing I read speculated about Alyssa, this lover from Paris, when a- when Aaron went to Paris for his oh. little jaunt among the – he did the Segway tour. That, of- that was a real wild card, that one. Somebody mentioned it somewhere online and the reasoning behind them mentioning it, is, and now it rings very true to me, is that why did we spend all that money going to Paris? There oh, must have been a reason. So, so Aaron could go and do interviews in London. <laughs> yeah, like pretty her. much. Yeah. You got um, cheap tickets on the um, – Webjet? What's the train that goes under the Eurostar? Euros- oh, Euros- yeah, <laughs> Aaron. Probably. What's his name? Maddie. Maddie Wilson got cheap Eurostar tickets. Yeah, but remember at the time, people remember I said, "Oh, we could find this on Google Maps," and then somebody yeah. actually went and did it and found it in like half an hour or something. We are a resourceful community, us neighbours mob. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So she, Alyssa, was Hamrich's. I think like a permanent lover, like not not a wife, I don't believe. Not not the lover that he brought mm. with him to try and steal the Brennan boat. No, not that level of commitment, no. More well, like a, a lady he kept. You she, know? she would have to be post-Faye as well because I'm pretty sure yeah. Casserost is younger than Tiles. But only a year or two. He's still too old to be sniffing oh, around pipes. No, nah, Tiles is creepy as fuck. I reckon Casserost is probably closer to pipes' age. Well, that being said, she wasn't wearing a school uniform when he met her. Yeah, at least she's graduated. Can we just remember that she's still only 18? Yeah. She turned mm. 18. Now she's working in hot pants in Toadie's sleazy office. <laughs> She'll be a lawyer next week. She mm. really will be. Yeah, she's Imogen's passed the gene down. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that Hamrose wasn't emotionally available to Alyssa and her son, Cassius, but perhaps kept them quite well financially until he ran out of money. Particularly if she's living the dream in Paris. Exactly. But I think that Cassius wanted a father of heart and wallet. And I think that's where the, the hate stemmed. So, uh, are we theorising here that Cassius came to track down his old man? I, I got the impression that he just owed Alyssa a lot of money. And so um, Cassia yeah. Roast was coming in to like, claim that debt. Possibly. Classic deadbeat so, like, dad. Mm. Oh, well, hey, that's what Aaronsboro is built on, <laughs> foundation of deadbeat dads. <laughs> so now Alyssa comes in with a Cruella de Vil hair. Her hair is just like a Barbie doll I had back in 1991. Half of it is caramel brown and the front half is white blonde with terrible roots. It is a bit Jerry Hallowell. Yes, it mm. is Jerry Hallowell. She could pop on um, Izzy's Union Jack dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's all set for Halloween next next month. Imagine if that had been, you know, could have done that and Carl could have run her over instead. I sort of imagine that there'd be enough hate to hold his head underwater wouldn't just be money. Like, so did maybe Ham mistreat the mother? Possibly. Like, well, he, he's given everyone, every woman the runaround, hasn't he? He gave Sheila the runaround. Yeah. Faye. And he just seems like a douche. He, he would shit me. 
if I had to be around him. Yeah. How did how did he end up with two reasonably handsome sons? He it's quite a mystery. Well, Faye and Alyssa are beautiful conventionally women. beautiful. Well, women. they'd have to be to like they've they've produced some very attractive sons yeah. between them. Really, oh, yeah. Alyssa and Faye could have joined and forces, opened a modelling oh, yes. agency, and everyone would have been set for life. Yeah. But I think that makes sense because the purpose of this Nabite is to recap, there are certain listeners of Neighbours that don't actually watch the show. And the people that watch the show, we've all been trucking along and figuring it all out. But I didn't want to do the disservice to the non-viewer mm. and not touch base on where we're at because this is huge. This is the long game. This is, they. I don't know why they buried this on a Wednesday episode either. It's weird. So basically we've now found out that Cassius is Tyler's half-brother. He murdered Tyler's father. Now, which Tyler's in prison for? I mean, it was a. Was it? What is it in basketball when someone does the layup? I think you're in the wrong crowd. In the wrong, yeah, no, yeah. No, okay, I'll do a different analogy. Tyler set it up for him. It was a brotherly it's effort. A tall team guy. Effort. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, he held his head underwater until the life went out of him. Yeah, pretty grim. Yeah, and then then artfully arranged his arms yeah. like bat With wings, the and then he decided to be masquerade as a gardener. Wait, he was the underliner. That's right. He and his mum are bookworms. They are. Hang on, but even before this, hang on, was it before? Yeah, he, he saved pipes when she... Yep, saved pipes. Uh, when she did her little jaunt at sea. With yep, Louise. When Louise took off with the how, boat. But how did he, like, how did he find pipes? This doesn't even make sense. Was he following in a speedboat or exactly, something? Exactly, because he's a weirdo. This is really strange. Oh, yeah, and then Gigantor got abducted. Yep. And he, he returned him. And then he returns to be a gardener. Hang on. No. Who who abducted? And, and enlights her flame. He's done a lot. But hang on. Who abducted Gigantor? Well, it was Louise. Louise. Right. So he and must have been stalking that operation. Oh, yeah. Like, someone made the comment about they needed his strong arms to actually be able to abduct Gigantor. <laughs> <laughs> Great call. So I think that's all the listens. So there was someone was tweeting a picture of Cassius at the Masquerade Ball. Yep. And I, that is an amazingly long game to plant he, him in November yeah. of last and year. Bloody hats off to whoever found that. But isn't it weird the other day that Ned sent him off to do his shift for him at the waterhole because he had waiting experience? It's like your boss, no, you can't just put someone in your place to do your job for you. It was very strange. People, people were questioning whether this was a common Australian custom. No, no, of course not. Unless no. you work somewhere that's cash in hand, which is Sonia's nursery. Uh, I must say, the Lassiters is a family-owned business and I worked in a family-owned business for years and you can kind of do things like that in a family-owned business. Usually it's the family doing that. Yeah. Actually, it is. It was Ned. It is. Actually, Ned, it's yeah. the stepson of the proprietor. Yeah, like I've gone overseas and trained someone in my job before I went, like a friend, yeah. and they've done my job for Like I've paid them, but yeah. Anyway, so this whole... Not relevant, I guess. No, but it's, it's, I guess it explains away. It yep. does, yeah, shonky nepotism in the Willis family. Yeah, basically. Even though Therese was like, Ned, you can't just send a rando in. And he was like, oh, whatever. And she was like, yeah, good point. <laughs> can, can we talk about a, a couple of the other things that happened in this episode? Because there was some wacky shit going on. Yes. But before we... So the final point to all of this, though, is that Cassius's mum wants to whisk him back to Paris. She's got a bit of a Freudian thing with her son. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit weird. That, everyone's not quite right in that. Well, well, he's been spreading the word that she's got some mental health issues. Well, I don't know if she does or not. I think she's she's right. He needs to get the F out of Aaron's Oh, So I think he's got a couple. <gasps> yeah, because yeah, he, he goes like he like the mask slips, doesn't he, when he's with, with his mum and suddenly you're like, oh, hang on, yeah, he does seem a little bit capable of murder. 
But now he's like, no, I've fallen in love with this 18-year-old. I can't leave. Yeah. Go back to France. You know what? I may be in the wrong crowd for this, but anyone who watched The Hills, <laughs> Paris is always the right place to go. <laughs> Can we just go back to that underlining? Because remember it was the book about the inspired by the Manson family. Yeah, so, the girls. So that's why he must have I felt a, a kinship with like the murder scenes from that. Which I've got to keep reading. This is the I've tried to read this book three times now and I get – I read the prologue and then I lose interest. Do you want me to see if we can track down, you know, Casa Roast's um, copy? Because maybe the the underlining helps. I'm trying to find the underlining as I go and find all the skeezy bits. But also his mum was into Wuthering Heights, which is creepy as fuck Mm. anyway. Mm. I just don't know how they get all this reading done. I joined a book club recently and there's a former Neighbours writer in it and I haven't picked her brain yet, but I will. We're reading um, junior fiction Mm -hmm. because that's the world we all inhabit. And I read the book night before, sometimes day of book club. Like I used to have to do that with book club. Yeah. So it was still fresh in my mind. But no, that's just because I leave everything. I don't have fit it in. I have 100% gone a couple of times and not read the book. Yeah, I've got made it up. Two podcasts now and nobody got time. Where are these mastermind criminals? I mean, I guess the flight from Paris, you've got to have a book. That's a long one. Maybe like the batteries ran out on her phone or something and just like, oh, screw it. I'm going to have to like pick up something in the Dubai airport. And I guess if the book exchange is free, it's a cheap hobby. Yeah. Oh, my God. There are so many of them around my neighbourhood. Yeah, I'm saying every shopping centre has one now. Yeah. There's something in my area called Maker Park where basically – Oh, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People are just, you know, getting milk crates and saying this is a park now. Um, like on a nature strip. That's what the, the one near the station. Yeah. yeah that's, that's what ridiculous. The, that's what the CBD does, but they call it a bar. <laughs> this is like a triangle of land, which yeah. is like it's on like a 45 degree hill as well. Yeah. No, nobody's hanging out on this. All right, Kate, talk me through everything else that happened on Wednesday in a nutshell. So firstly, we're in the Kennedy house and Carl has decided he, apropos of nothing, he wants to explore his um, genetic father's, well, his biological father's family. As randomly as he decided to bring home a ceramic animal, as randomly as he decided he was into tropical fruit, as randomly as he decided to become a middle-aged man in Lycra, just he will pick up a hobby like like, nobody's business. Hey, mate, like 25 years later, I might just try and work out whether I've got some siblings. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you pieced it together. That it was a product placement. My God, you only had to like look at like the, the first two seconds of it where he's like, Susan's like, oh, why don't you look it up on Ancestry? And then Dog she's, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no, she just, no, she just called it Ancestry oh, okay. because obviously in the UK it's ancestry.co.uk. Oh, smart. Mm-hmm. And because we know if it was an actual Erinsborough based product, it, it would have, would have been uh, family, familytree.com.au. Yeah. Also, I really feel genuinely that a story is going to come from it. Like Carl's yeah. going to have children we didn't know about or something. Oh, yeah. Well, it's going to turn out he's got, yeah, uh, 50 um, good-looking nieces and nephews. This is how I would do it if I was in there plotting. Bizarro world, Carl. It would be he's got this long-lost brother or cousin mm-hmm. who's like – Played the, by Andrew McFarlane. Yep, who's the anti-Carl, who is rich but is very generous with his cash, mm. total lefty. Uh, you know what? Maybe he's a builder or something. Maybe he's just a completely anti-intellectual. Yeah, and maybe he's fallen on his feet and is like cashed mm. up. Cashed and up Bogan. Yeah. Everything Carl's against and Susan gets along like a house with him. Yep. Also, there was an excellent um, little tiff with Carl and Susan in this scene where Carl tells Susan 
that, you know, his father had all these affairs. And she said, oh, it runs in the family. Yeah, yes. that, was, that was a good zinger. I'm Perfect. so glad their relationship's at a point where they can just sort of have a dig like that. Well it's done. Time heals all wounds. Yes. Comedy equals tragedy plus time. Yep. Very true. Well done. So Carl's obviously flicking through the webpage and shows the pricing structure for Ancestry as well. And that's when you just know, yeah, this is possibly the most transparent product placement in Erinsborough history. And yet, sure enough, we get to an ad break, ad for Ancestry.com.au. Well done to the media advisor that did that. Now, the final point, because I don't want to do a too deep a dive on this. While they're doing that, then Suze goes into Ellie's bedroom where B's in there as well. And they're putting new sheets on Ellie's bed just to prepare it for a bit of afternoon delight slash booty call. It was like some Victorian fiction in that room, them preparing the marital mm. bed. That was the weirdest thing ever. I, I was watching it with my husband. Like throughout this episode, we were turning around making eye contact with like cringe faces. Because Ellie's back with Mark and I've done it. I've bought new sheets for a booty call. You know what? If you hook up with your ex, mm. you know, which everyone's done. Yep, have done. Um, Still with him. Yep. <laughs> And, you know, he could be your ex any day of the week and then you get back together. If you hook up with your ex and you decide to give it a go again, you go out and you get drunk. You don't don't have them over. You don't go to your auntie's house. I'm sorry, (laughs) but Ellie being drunk is actually just a permanent stage of existence for it. I loved the decor in her room, though. Lovely headboard. I'm bleeding into Buddy Watch territory now on our new podcast. We've been Buddy Watching the Mm. Block and now I've just got a design eye. I'm like eagle-eyeing everything like Kate does. It didn't make your eyes scream like mine. (laughs) (laughs) We have very different tastes sometimes. Um, I just love how basic she is. Like I'm waiting for like um, for her to like be like, I really want a a, a pumpkin spice latte. Like she's ridiculous. That's kind of why I love her and Mark together because they're both so basic. Yeah, they are. They are. But I just, I think, I think they're really cute. Maybe they're going to have a baby. Then Mark came to the door though and he's, they're like going a full kind of like taunt, you know, tongues down, mouths and everything, kiss at the door while Carl's on the couch <laughs> doing ancestry and Susan B are just at the kitchen sink. They didn't even pretend they weren't going to root each other. Yeah. It was like they didn't even stop and have a cup of tea, make nice, and nothing. He, he they had this look have... on his face like, oh, I'm getting lucky now. Might as well have started unzipping in the door jam. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So then, yeah, they they go off to the the hallway to the bedrooms and B goes, well, I'm going to turn up the iPod really loud. Which, by the way, great detail because clearly she's homeless and she doesn't have like an top-of-the-range iPhone that can play music. She's still got the iPod from the early 2000s. Ellie's a shit sister. She's at least got 12 iPhones in that drawer. (laughs) Give B an iPhone. Unblock your old iPhone. Yeah, four. Give her, yeah, she's probably got a 6S there. Oh, my God. That's all we can do because if we do any more deep diving, this is going to turn into a full episode and that's going to mean it's episode 100 and I'm just not ready to deal with that nostalgia. Can we just say that Chloe inadvertently became an escort? Oh, yeah. (laughs) This Uh, this episode was fucking weird, That was just like the side plot. (laughs) But like also like a hooker with a heart of gold because he had like a sad story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, and also he was ethnic, so well done. Another yeah. um, ethnic character getting up to nefarious I, business. I had been in that very same part of Docklands on Sunday. Okay, I thought you, you were about to say you'd been at that very point of a date where someone gave you a few hundred dollars. How bloody sweet is that? But he's like, oh, just money for a cab. And it was, what, 300 bucks? I yeah. thought, well, at least 150 of that is going towards a cab. Yeah, bloody hell, they live in the boonies. Docklands to Erinsborough. Doc, I used to work from Armadale to Docklands and in peak hour, it nearly took me an hour to get home. Um, but she caught the train. 
didn't she? She kept she the money. Did. Smart girl. Smart. I love Chloe and I'm really sad she's got a disease. She doesn't. It's fine. It's going to be the wrong result. Don't worry about it. Great. Thank you. Please going to be Ellie's results. (laughs) No, I'm into her. I need – I like how pedestrian and basic she is. You know, I like ragging on her. I like the backstory CJ and I crafted for her last time when she was on pingers at uni doing her arts degree. we could have been friends with her. (laughs) If you think about it. She could be here. She could be making the podcast with us. I mean, I wouldn't go that far, but she definitely would have worked in the sales department at the radio station. One hundred eighty-five thousand percent. I would have had a few Christmas parties with her. Yeah, and it would have been a good damn time. It would have been a great time. So I've got a soft spot, and that's the neighbour. We just wanted to tie up those weeds in the garden. If anybody has any questions or diagrams of what we just talked about, just send them our way. Also, if Cassius, if you could sort out whether it's Madeline West. Mm. Dee Bliss or that other girl, um, <laughs> that'd be great. Thanks. Now the question is, are they going to jailbreak tiles? Has that actor, did that, was that actor part of the long game and is he coming back? The, the big gonna... problem I've got with Travis coming back is that he's bought a dog in America. <laughs> dogs are not for Christmas, Travis. But he has kind of split up with Piper for good now, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he wrote a letter. But like, Which we know, it's probably difficult for him. <laughs> That's that's big time. That's a big time commitment moment. The thing is, look, he's still got to be in prison for the assault anyway. Yeah. At the end of the day, he gnomed a person and he walked away from that person. I don't know. If he'd had a lawyer that wasn't Toadie. Just gnoming yeah. because he's got post-traumatic stress from his other dad. But also, like, Toadie just really screwed up with in terms of he should have, when the barrister said, no, I'm not working, working for you anymore, what he should have said, let's. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And how's Piper not getting PTSD working for the lawyer that essentially locked her boyfriend up? She had PTSD Everybody's, from the boat. Oh, yeah. That just went away, didn't it? Yeah, she went outside one day and it went away. Everyone's very forgiving of Toadie's inadequacies. Yeah. As long as he keeps giving the free law legal mm. advice to them they'll keep letting it slide you know also i just i mean we'll end it on this because it's a very important point if i went to a workplace and i was offered a standing up desk i'd be pretty insulted and toady's desk isn't a standing up desk so if you want to hire a girl friday and she has to wear hot pants. Apparently, that's now part of the regulation there. Maybe she just can't sit down in those pants. She probably can't. She can't. Don't want to do the old basic instinct. At, at, <laughs> but if you're going to have one standing desk, everyone has to bloody yeah. stand up. Yeah. You know? or you, that, my hips hurt looking at that desk. Yeah. Well, you get the adjustable ones that go up and down. Yes. But just because he's such a tight ass, Aaron probably paid for that desk and left it there. Yeah. Well, he doesn't had, need a desk at his new job. Three assistants since Aaron. Yeah. I'd be wanting like a gel pad to stand on. Yeah, you would be. Mm, yeah. You're very forceful. Occupational health and safety, good a place as any to draw a line under that one. Yeah, it's very important. Thanks so much. We will be back in a couple of weeks. And if you're jonesing for a bit of Vea Pashos content. And Kate's design eye, we've been watching The Block, which our UK friends seem to enjoy it in picture form. We've been posting all the designs, interior designs up on Buddy Watch Pod on Instagram and Facebook. But it's basically just like a real life Aussie soap. Yeah, it's, there's some shenanigans going down this some weekend. Epic villains. And, yeah. Sarah bought a brass bath that costs $7,000. Whoa. And she thinks it's going to win the whole block and the judges hate it and it's just awful. And she's going to crack the shit. So Buddy Watch Pod, look it up on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify and we'd love your support there. And we've only got a couple of hundred listens so far. I don't mind saying that at this. Come fl- on, guys. Come on. It's still, fl- it's still a lot. It's still a fledgling yeah. stage. Throw and- some love. But so many loyal neighbours 
members of the community have joined us on Buddy Watch and it's just a real treat to have them accompany us. If you want to send us some pictures of some filthy showers, go ahead as well. (laughs) Thank you, Sarah, at Buddy Watch Pod. (laughs) CJ? Yes, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at CJ the Hot Mess Mom. Kate? I'm at Remued. And I'm Vaya Pashos and we are Neighbours Pod. Chat to you soon. Bye. Bye.